Welcome to today's podcast. This is Liam O'Brien. Let me ask you a simple question. If you could unwind any three decisions that you've made in your life, how would your life look today? Today I want to talk about wisdom, decision making, and steps in our lives. And our life is, our lives are made up of a series of decisions and junction points that we come to and then we choose which way to go. And ultimately what I want to give you here is some keys about how to make some prudent decisions, prudent steps in your life that ultimately land your life in a better place. We all have to make decisions. It's unavoidable and we aren't always going to get them right. But when we come to these times in our lives to make decisions, which is multiple times a day in reality, having a framework and having some keys that may enable us to make better decisions is a prudent thing in itself. So I want to start with a scripture from Proverbs and we know that the book of Proverbs is a book of wisdom and as we learn from the book of Proverbs and we apply that to our lives we grow and gain wisdom as we walk through life. Proverbs 14:15 says the simple believes every word but the prudent considers well his steps. I'll just say that again the simple believes every word but the prudent considers well his steps. And just the last part of that verse where it says the prudent considers well his steps. That's what I want to focus on here and give you these keys. And being prudent, what's it mean to be prudent in the context of this verse? Uh, It means to look into a matter well, do due diligence, uh, look at the options when you're taking a step. What are all the options? Have I considered all the options in that? Have I looked at the wise, uh, what is the wisest option to be able to take in that? And the prudent, someone who's prudent in this sort of context is very aware of what's, what is the outcomes. Almost, uh, look at it as someone who's either in a, combat or a military situation or you're in an unknown territory and you don't know what surrounds you from 360 degrees if you're walking through a particular situation, a prudent person is going to consider their surroundings uh, at all times as they're walking through that situation to see what could be coming from different angles, what's hostile, what's friendly, uh, what's... Uh, what is, you know, the sounds, the smells, the, everything that you hear and see that is around you. And I think that's the best picture that I can get of someone who's walking prudently, is fully aware of the surroundings. The inverse of that is someone who's tunnel vision and just purely focused on the thing that is, you know, directly in front of them. And there is times for that, but the broader awareness, but lacks the broader awareness or the peripheral vision of what's happening in around them. And as I said, yeah, the book of Proverbs does talk about wisdom and diligence and and part of this is what I'd say due diligence, and it's a, that is a bit of a corporate word that is used in uh, corporations, in you know, particularly mergers and acquisitions. If a, buying or selling a company is the due diligence that they conduct in prior to engaging in that transaction, looking well into a matter. So I want to give you three practical keys in this that I've uh, found in my life or things that I've come across that I think can be very useful in this. 
Number one is learning to engage with wisdom. And as I said, the, as you read Proverbs and you come to understand the relationship that Solomon had with wisdom, and when you read Proverbs, particularly Proverbs 8 and into 9, where you really hear the heart of the spirit of wisdom talking there's so much we can be can be gleaned from that and we can take that and we can step through the veil that Yeshua tore and step in and engage with wisdom wisdom is one of the seven spirits of the Lord talked about in Isaiah 11 Revelation 1 3 4 and 5 so it is a being that's one of one of the seven spirits and we can engage with that with the spirit of wisdom through the appropriate ways and protocols of honor and respecting uh, who wisdom is and what wisdom stands for and what we what Yeshua enabled us to do so practical key number one is creating space desiring wisdom and engaging and desiring to know wisdom as Solomon once knew wisdom as well so that'd be the first practical key that I would say is and we could that's a whole uh, podcast on its own to go and unpack what that means to engage with wisdom second one I would say is a good one that I heard and particularly in relation to that opening question that I said there, if you could unwind any three decisions you've made in your life, how would your life look today? And a lot of those, not always, but in most cases, those decisions that haven't necessarily turned out the way we wanted can be traced back to one or a combination of these three things, either unexamined assumptions, unanalyzed risks, or over optimisms and just to unpack those a little bit more what is an unexamined assumption so whenever we make a decision we are we have certain assumptions built into that and that assumption could be of an outcome it could be an assumption of how a person may uh, behave it could be an assumption of the character of another person it could be assumption that the financing will come through on a business deal it could be the assumption of many you know you're going to move to a new place you're going to get the particular job there's many assumptions and what what this means in a practical part of this second key is looking listing out Firstly, identifying the assumptions that we're making, and we are making them all the time, and that's part of that's part of life. We are making assumptions, and but just what are the ones that I have not stopped and examined? So taking the time, writing out a list of, okay, in this decision, what are the assumptions that I have made? If it's a business decision, if it's a relationship decision, if it's a life decision, uh, what are the assumptions that I have made? Now. Once you've made that list, which ones of these have I not actually examined in any level of detail that should be examined? And there may be some on there where it doesn't require a lot of um, examination, but there could be some ones that really stand out that do require some in-depth understanding and, okay, let me un- let me dive into this assumption deeper. Is there something I haven't looked at? So the first uh, first of this uh, second key is unex- unexamined assumptions. The next is unanalyzed risks. Everything we do in life has an element of risk. Risk and reward we typically associate, 
But even if you're driving your car down the road, there's an element of risk that you're engaging with or you're undertaking with that activity because you don't know what the person on the other side of the road if you know is yeah they in the right state of mind you don't know if you know if someone's going to fall asleep everything we do has an element of risk in life and if it's um so we can't avoid risk there's there's not necessary risk avoidance there's things we can do with risk is we can offset risk we can push push risk off to something else and that's like a an insurance policy that people may have on their houses on that it's what you're doing is you're taking the risk of the loss of the house and you're paying a premium for someone else to undertake that risk on your behalf and that would be say insurance that we typically see but listing out taking the time and list out what are the risks so these are different to assumptions assumptions are things that you've sort of assumed in your mind um, as part of whatever decision you're making risks looks at from different perspective going okay what are the possible negative outcomes from this particular decision that I'm considering let me just run through these and let me just make sure I've I've had a look at all of them and I've just taken the time to list them out and then I can identify the ones that I can either mitigate, which is find a way to be able to reduce that risk somehow. I can offset it. I can push it off to someone else to be able to look after it. Or I, or I, it's something which I know I need to manage. So there's, the second part there is unanalyzed risk. The third one is over-optimism. And this is where we look at things in our lives or we're looking at a business deal an investment a relationship is we're, we're just looking we're so focused on seeing the potential in in the transaction or, or the relationship or whatever it is without actually taking the steps back to go okay why do, why am i over optimistic about it and there may be good cause so it's not to say hey look i should not proceed with this deal or transaction or decision but is there anything that i'm over optimistic about that i really see that i have oh this is a sure outcome almost or uh, or even to dial that back a little bit that i'm really optimistic this is a positive outcome and it's to again write out that list where are those things that i really have a high expectation of a positive outcome in this then i can take take them and just assess them um, is my position of having high optimism in this particular area actually well founded and well grounded if it is it's fine but maybe there's something going look okay this i should not necessarily have optimism to this level on this maybe should just dial that back a bit and go okay there's not such a high probability of a positive outcome as what i might be expecting so this is the second one unexamined assumptions unanalyzed risks and over optimism is an excellent quote from howard marks who wrote a wrote some excellent books um and he's he's a person who even warren buffett's uh, stops to read but he he said there experience is what you got when you didn't get what you wanted and that's so true in life you know they say one of the slowest ways to learn is through trial and error our painful experiences by breaking this process down we can all 
uh, learn from others, and but actually also examine our decision making. And I know uh, Ray Dalio uh, in his book Principles, he's very big on actually when you come to make a decision, note down why you're making that decision because in the future you can reference back to the reason you made that decision. So if it was positive, you can identify what were the key factors for the positive outcome or if it's negative, you can then also re-identify what were the things that I missed or what were the possible reasons for a negative outcome. And he's a very uh, big advocate of journaling decision-making process. And third one I want to uh, talk about, which is a strategy or an idea that I got from the book, Good Strategy, Bad Strategy. And the idea is a virtual board. And what this implies is before making a decision, you pr- imagine you had to present this particular decision with your pros and cons to a virtual board. And this board can be made up of people whom you have a, a decent level of understanding of how they think. And so this could be some a wise person that you've uh, had known for years. It could be someone you've studied in detail who you've actually maybe never met. It could be someone that you may have met who may have been a college professor or something but had a depth of wisdom in them. So you're looking for people, not your friends necessarily, your, your best friend. You're looking for people who have wisdom, walk with wisdom, have you have observed prudence and wisdom in and around their life. And basically this process is if you've got a particular decision, you imagine that you have to stand there and present it to your four or five board members that are made up of these these wise people who you have a decent understanding of or or understanding of how they would see things and how their worldview would be. And then you just imagine what questions they would ask you about your decision that you're considering. What are the things that they would ask you to maybe go away and think about, maybe go away and investigate further? Maybe they would give you affirmation on what you're doing um, that. So, Yeah, it's a very simple strategy. It does require discipline because it does require to sort of remove yourself out of your own uh, decision-making process in a sense of allowing, allowing to engage with other people in a virtual board environment. So there's three keys I want to give you. One, engaging with the spirit of wisdom. Two, what are your unexamined assumptions, unanalyzed risks, and over-optimism. And number three, virtual board. If you create a virtual board for yourself and for every major decision, you go and present that before that and get feedback and, again, to analyze and break down your decision-making process. I just want to leave with one extra part in this is just to balance it out a little bit. When we come to make decisions, we are called to walk by faith also. And Hebrews 11.6 says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him, to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And if you read through that chapter of Hebrews 11, which I encourage everyone to do, there is an element of faith in this. So 
I remember I once heard is never let wisdom overtake the place of faith in your life. So it is a balancing act between these two. And there are times when it comes to stepping out in faith and stepping out like Abraham did. He, he walked off his map to pursue a place that he felt in his heart. There's a lot of things that, um, in that that may not have made up practical understanding of wisdom necessarily, but he had a calling and a pursuit in his heart that he was seeking a city whose author was the Lord. So I just ask you, you know, just balance that. There is a little bit of balance in this of when it comes to walking in faith and pleasing him and for he, um, he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So I ask you, what would your life look like and what would the steps in your life look like if they were more prudent? And I just encourage everyone is to uh, learn to take more, take prudent steps in our lives. And you may have some other keys that work for you, but here's just three that I've come across and found really powerful. Shalom.